Welcome to Graced Health, the podcast for women who just want to take care of themselves, age their bodies well, and enjoy a little chocolate in the process. In today's episode, I'm going to be sharing my story with you in the hopes that we can get to know each other a little better and you know where I'm coming from. So stick around. Hey there, welcome to the Graced Health Podcast. I'm so thankful you have joined me today. Um, I wanted to take just a minute and share my story with you, not because it's anything juicy or scandalous, but just because it's developed me into the person I am today. And because it has really shaped and it's the reason why I'm here on this other side of a microphone on a Saturday afternoon recording this podcast. If we haven't met through my blog over at gracedhealth.com, just a little bit about me. I'm a Jesus follower. I am a wife to a really amazing man. And I have two teen boys who are hungry all the time. Like, that's literally their answer. (laughs) Whenever I ask if they're hungry, they're like, always. For some reason, they're really proud of the fact that they're super tall. I don't know why, because it's nothing they did, though my older one does say, well, it's because I drink my milk and eat my green veggies, which I think is a quote he got from Spider-Man. But it's kind of funny when you see them with me because I am 5'4 on a tall day. And um, I think I come up to their armpits, maybe. <laughs> so uh, they're, they're pretty good kids. Uh, if we haven't met, I also want you to know that when I talk about being a personal trainer, I am probably not what you envision as a personal trainer or as a fitness professional. I consistently carry a few extra pounds. I am unapologetic in allowing carbs and wine and chocolate in my diet. As I say this, that's probably related. Just saying, that's okay with me though. I really do not remember a time when I haven't been unhappy with my abs. I always wanted them fitter or flatter or six packier. I spent my 20s trying to get them worthy enough of having a belly button ring. Yeah, that'll age me. No one does that anymore. I never got one. My two babies were born back to back at 29 and 30. So once I got my head above water from that, I my early 30s were um, kind of shifted to trying to just be a hot mom. I won't use the term used in that movie American Pie, but that's kind of what I wanted to be. And I'm glad that my kids don't have the podcast app on their phone. So I know they're not listening to this. I don't, I don't want to look that up and figure out what that means. But then my mid 30s brought smartphones and food tracker apps. And that was really all I needed to just take it a step further. I obsessed over every morsel of food, every step, every hour of exercise. I viewed food as good or bad. There was nothing in between. Now, that's not to say I didn't eat the rest of my toddler's goldfish or but by the way, ew, I mean, goldfish can be good, but not when they've been in your toddler's bowl, at least for me. (laughs) Uh, Or, you know, have their Thomas the Train cupcakes. We had a lot of Thomas the Train stuff in my house a long time ago. Or uh, taking them to McDonald's. I used to take my kids, I used to teach fitness classes on Mondays at 930. And then I would take my kids to McDonald's, they could have an early lunch. And then we went to the grocery store. So I did all of these things. I just felt guilty after doing that. 
And then as for exercise, that was its own monster. I took normal healthy activities and took them to a level that just wasn't right for me. And you're going to find this theme a lot here, uh, not only on today's podcast, but as we go along, because what was right for me or not right for me may vary for you. And that's okay, but it was not right for me. I took a kind of a weird, strange pride in the days that I taught three classes and 24 hours. And then I also went running before the sun came up. One day I heard God whispering, you're spending more time thinking about the food you're going to eat and the exercise you're going to do than you're thinking about me and what I want you doing. And as such of a quiet whisper as that was, it hit me hard. Really what I had been doing was the epitome of a false worship. Instead of a golden calf, it was my calves. I mean, not really. It was my abs, not my calves, but calves that that just seems to work into the story a little bit better. It's a better analogy. Now, I wish I could say I immediately turned everything around. Unfortunately, it just took a while to retrain my brain in the areas of balanced health and positive body image and this concept that there is no bad food. God created good food. Bad habits truly do die hard, or at least they did for me. But that took me on a slow transition of taking away that process of worshiping my health and giving it back to God. Now, around that time, he also started asking me to write. Actually, he asked me several times, and each time I stuck my fingers in my ear and told God why that wouldn't work. I mean, seriously, God, the world does not need another health and fitness blocker. But as he often does, when we don't listen to his whispers, he ends up getting our attention in some other way. I found myself unsettled and emotional and crying a lot during a season when I really expected to feel the complete opposite. So it was time to listen to God. I started to write and really felt clearly led that I was going to start by blogging and eventually write a book. Now, I haven't written a book yet. I have a lot of great dreams, sometimes that never get um, acted upon. And so I'm saying this now to maybe help keep me accountable. But I do want to get more of my thoughts and words out on paper at some point. I guess he'll let me know when I really need to be sitting down and doing that. But the week my blog was scheduled to go live, my church had a series on taking care of our body. Now, I confess, I walked in there thinking, I am not going to learn much here. I mean, you know, I'd been super active pretty much my entire life. I eat kale. I drink my water. I mean, what was going to be in the lesson that I didn't already know? Well, that lesson was actually the missing link for me. And that was the teaching my pastor gave that we take care of our bodies so we can do what we're called to do. I'll say it again, because I think it's worth repeating. And it's actually something you're going to hear often here. We take care of our body so we can do what we're called to do. I just need a healthy body to live out my calling. God isn't asking me to have a six pack abs. And he didn't put a BMI chart in the Bible. Have you ever looked through the Bible for one of those? It ain't there. And I don't use the word ain't very often, but it's not there. (laughs) Or a height and weight chart. He wants me taking care of my temple as best I can, but it doesn't have to look a certain way because he made me uniquely. As I look back on all the years wishing that I could look a certain way or eat a certain way or do something right and have the perfect 
figure or whatever that was, I think my basic challenge was I had this certain expectation of what health was supposed to look like. I thought my health was supposed to look like the magazines that I got with these super fit and lean girls on the outside with their six pack abs, and probably photoshopped a little bit, but they still really had some pretty great abs that I did not have and wanted to look like. And then I thought that the articles on the inside, you know, my health and my diet and my food was supposed to look like what they were telling me, you know, a 1500 calorie a day diet, or um, all of these different concoctions on, on how to make the perfect health day and the perfect diet day. I thought more exercise was better. I mean, you can't have too much of a good thing, right? Yeah, actually, you can. But I'll talk about that some other time. I thought my perfect health had to include all the right foods and none of the ones that brought me enjoyment, like making s'mores with my kids or sitting outside with my husband at sunset with a bottle of wine between us. I mean, that's not in the magazines anywhere. But that brings me so much joy. Now, since that whisper God gave me so many years ago, through his gentle guidance and the grace of Jesus covering me, I've, I don't know what the right word is, matured, maybe. Mature makes me think of someone who gets it all the time, and I don't, but I've maybe evolved in that thinking. I can't say I've covered it. I still kind of cringe sometimes when I get on the scale. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I feel great about how I look and how my clothes are fitting. Sometimes I don't. And you know, just like most everyone else, I enter the new year wanting to drop a few pounds because the holidays are fun and I've enjoyed, I've, I have found joy in some of the um some of the holiday parties and Christmas parties. So it's definitely still something that I'm walking through, just taking that obsession and that dissatisfaction for how I am is not a minute by minute basis like it used to be. Now, I'd like to say that I'm a recovering step and calorie counter. One of my secret superpowers is being able to pretty much accurately guess the calories of just about any food. When you do that for 30 years, you kind of get to know how many calories are in things. Now, please know, there's nothing wrong with tracking your steps and tracking your calories. I know it can be really helpful in a health journey. In fact, every now and then I'll still log on to my fitness pal and track that stuff and enter it in, even though golly, it takes a long time. Sometimes it's kind of a pain in the butt. I think that's one reason why I don't do it. But when I need to reset my eating or just bring awareness to all the things I'm popping in my mouth, I will get on there and track that for a little bit. Boy, I tell you what, those nuts, those really add up. I mean, I knew this, but Maybe I shouldn't have as much as I do. I've just figured out that when I start tracking things for an extended period of time, I tend to get really obsessive. And my heart really drifts from focusing on what God wants me to doing and listening to my body, which God gave me a whole lot of feedback that I can listen to. My heart really drifts from God to things of the world is really kind of the bottom line. It's just really for me, obsessive tracking, and I should just say tracking in general, is not good for my, uh, my own spiritual and mental health and time health too. Like I said, that stuff does take a while. On the homepage of gracedhealth.com, one of the things I say I strive for is balanced health. Some days I'm there. And some days I'm not. Sometimes I eat foods that fuel me best. And some days like yesterday, I eat 
for chocolate chip oatmeal cookies. I'm certainly not perfect in this journey. But I don't believe God is asking me for perfection. I just think he's asking me to keep honoring him with what all I do, including taking care of my temple. Now, obviously, eating four chocolate chip cookies isn't exactly the best way to honor it. So thank you, Jesus, for your grace when I fail in the number of cookies I eat and all the other ways I feel short. I really need to learn to just stop at one. Now here I am at 44. I'm about to be 45. And I don't believe my story is over. I'm getting older. My body is requiring different movements. What used to work great doesn't work so much anymore. And I'm having to approach it in different ways. And I'm having to kind of feed it different foods and change my workout. So that way I'm not hobbling when I get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom because I can't make it through the night anymore. My story is still continuing. And it's always it truly is a journey that word is probably used way too much in terms of it. But it truly is a journey. Now, as for my abs, I'll be honest, I still don't love them. But I do. mm, I don't embrace maybe accept maybe I don't know them because they have allowed me to take this journey of accepting my body because I know I'm taking care of it. My body really does do a lot for me. I ask a lot of her when particularly when I move and it's time I thank her for this rather than picking her apart on all the ways that she's not adding up. You know, I kind of think of it like as my kids. I mean, I have really fantastic kids who overall, I think I said this on the beginning, they're pretty incredible human beings. So why would I pick them apart on all the things that they're doing wrong? Now, they would probably say some days I do this, and sometimes I nag them too much. But I think it's probably similar. We can't just focus on the negative things. We have to appreciate the positive and the things they do to better themselves and where they're succeeding. My graced health tagline is balanced, healthy living with a lot of grace and a little chocolate. And that truly is how I try and find my own health. If you're here with me, chances are you're probably trying to figure something like that out as well. Like how can I live my life? How can I take care of myself? How can I take care of my body as it changes, but still enjoy life? It's It's too short to feel like a failure when we don't do what the media and the magazines and maybe even the podcasts say. I really am so excited to connect with you on this podcast and serve you resources and tools and of course, grace for your health. So starting with the next episode, we're going to get into season one, which is in the gym. So these episodes are going to get pretty granular. And I'm hoping to give you some very applicable tools and resources and knowledge. So that way you can figure out what's best for you because there really truly is no one right way of exercising. But there's a lot of information out there. And so my goal is to help filter out some of the noise and give you things that you might be able to apply yourself. So next time, we're going to be talking about four things to be focusing on in your 40s. And there I'm not putting more on your plate. I promise. I promise. So make sure you stick with me for that. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. So you can get all of these straight to your podcast app. 
hey, would you like to receive the podcast show notes and resources and links that I talk about within the various episodes? If so, go to gracedhealth.com slash podcast and enter your email. So as we go through the different seasons of focusing our health in the gym, in the kitchen, and in the word, I'll have resources that support that message. Some of them will be workout videos, sometimes recipes or scripture downloads, and entering your email will ensure that you get all of these and you won't have to mess with hunting them down and going through the episode description and clicking there. You'll just get it. Okay, that is all for today. Now go out there and have a great day. <laughs>